The Old Testament reading for this, the seventh Sunday of Easter, which serves as the text for our sermon, comes from the Acts of the Apostles, the first chapter. Then the apostles returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey away. And when they had entered, they went up to the upper room where they were staying, Peter and John and James and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon the zealot, and Judas the son of James. All these, with one accord, were devoting themselves to prayer, together with the women and Mary the mother of Jesus and his brothers. In those days, Peter stood up among the brothers, the company of persons was in all about 120, and said, Brothers, the scripture had to be fulfilled, which the Holy Spirit spoke beforehand, by the mouth of David concerning Judas, who became a guide to those who arrested Jesus. For he was numbered among us and was allotted his share in this ministry. Now this man bought a field with the reward of his wickedness, and falling headlong, he burst open in the middle, and all his bowels gushed out. And it became known to all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, so that the field was called in their own language a keldama, that is, field of blood. For it is written in the book of Psalms, May his camp become desolate, and let there be no one to dwell in it, and let another take his office. So one of the men who have accompanied us during all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John until the day when he was taken up from us, one of these men must become with us a witness to his resurrection. And they put forward two. Joseph, called Barsabbas, who was also called Eustace, and Matthias. And they prayed and said, You, Lord, who know the hearts of all, show which one of these two you have chosen to take the place in this ministry and apostleship from which Judas turned aside to go to his own place. And they cast lots for them, and the lot fell on Matthias, and he was numbered with the eleven apostles. And this is the word of the Lord. Christ has risen from the dead. He has given him dominion over the works of his hands. The epistle reading comes from the first letter of St. Peter, the fourth and fifth chapters. Beloved, Do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you, as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice insofar as you share Christ's sufferings, that you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. If you are insulted for the name of Christ, you are blessed, because the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. But let none of you suffer as a murderer, or a thief, or an evildoer, or as a meddler, Yet if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in that name. For it is time for judgment to begin at the household of God. And if it begins with us, what will be the outcome for those who do not obey the gospel of God? And if the righteous is scarcely saved, what will become of the ungodly and the sinner? Therefore, let those who suffer according to God's will Entrust their souls to a faithful creator while doing good. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, 
casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Be sober-minded. Be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. To him be the dominion forever and ever. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel comes to us according to St. John, the 17th chapter. When Jesus had spoken these words, he lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that the Son may glorify you, since you have given him authority over all flesh to give eternal life to all whom you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I glorified you on earth, having accomplished the work that you gave me to do. And now, Father, glorify me in your own presence with the glory that I had with you before the world existed. I have manifested your name to the people whom you gave me out of the world. Yours they were, And you gave them to me, and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything that you have given me is from you. For I have given them the words that you gave me, and they have received them, and have come to know in truth that I came from you, and they have believed that you sent me. I am praying for them. I am not praying for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours. All mine are yours, and yours are mine. And I am glorified in them. And I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, keep them in your name, which you have given me, that they may be one, even as we are one. And this is the gospel of our Lord. Grace to you, O Christ. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Without singing the song by the Statler brothers, can you name the twelve apostles? Peter, James, and John. Yeah, they're the easy ones, right? But then, well, Thomas, unfortunately remembered forever as Doubting Thomas. Maybe Matthew, because he wrote one of the Gospels. Maybe even Judas, the son of James, simply because he's not that Judas. But have you heard anything about Matthias? He was one of the twelve chosen apostles. We heard about that in our reading from Acts today. He was a witness of Christ's ministry from beginning to end. He had been there at Jesus' baptism by John, and he was there when Jesus ascended into heaven and all points in between. He was chosen by God to proclaim the gospel and to establish Jesus Christ's church on earth. As an apostle... He is one of the pillars of the early church. But what do we really know about him? Well, according to the Bible, Matthias... Yeah, we don't know. There's nothing. He is only mentioned here, this one time when he is chosen to be the replacement for Judas. 
Now, some people say that, like most people back then, he was known by several names due to the multilingual culture. Some say that he is Nathaniel in the book of John. Some identify him with Barnabas in Paul's missionary work. Some even think that he might be that famous wee little man up in the sycamore tree, Zacchaeus. There are theories, there are myths, there are legends, there are guesses. But the truth of the matter is, we don't know any more about Matthias than what we are told right here in these few verses. And because of that, we might be led to think that he's really not that great and really not that important. You know, he's, sure, an apostle, but he was one of the minor ones at best. But the truth is, just because we don't know much about him doesn't mean that he didn't go about the Lord's work. In fact, many of the apostles really are not heralded in the Bible. I mean, where are the accounts of all that Simon the Zealot did? Philip, he speaks to the Ethiopian, but what happens to him after that? Now, Bartholomew, though. Bartholomew, he does get written about in four different places. In our reading from Acts here, when all the apostles are listed, and then once each in Matthew and Mark and Luke, when they list all the apostles. That's it. We don't know all that much about many of the apostles. We don't have whole books dedicated to their exploits and the adventures that they went on for the sake of Jesus Christ. But just because they don't have much written about them, telling about their deeds, doesn't mean that they didn't do anything. You know, think about your own life. Besides Jesus, who is the most influential person in it? Chances are, they don't have a book written about them. They don't have a TV series. They are not known throughout the world. In fact, chances are that outside of your circle of family and friends, they're pretty much unknown. But to you, that person is the best. That person is critically important and central to your life in every possible way. When we look at the lives of the apostles, yeah, we might be tempted to say, whatever they did, it wasn't even important enough to make it in the Bible. It couldn't have been that great. But what they did was they proclaimed that gospel message of forgiveness through the cross of Jesus Christ. And to those people who heard them, they were critically important. They didn't care that nothing was being written about this particular mission trip that they were on. They didn't care that their name was not being included in the Bible. What they cared about was their name was now written in the book of life. We may not know Matthias, but to that person suffering under their sin... When Matthias proclaimed the gospel of forgiveness and grace, he was the greatest person ever. Not because Matthias was some world-famous superstar. Not because they were now standing in the presence of an apostle. But because the power of God's word flowed through Matthias into the lives of those people around him. Because he proclaimed that life-giving message of the gospel that these sinners desperately needed to hear. That Jesus Christ took on our flesh and entered into our world willingly. 
That he lived in the face of temptation and yet led the perfect and sinless life that we ourselves never could. That Jesus willingly laid down his divine life in the place of us. The perfect for the sinful. The divine dying for the mortal. The creator dying for his creation. That Jesus Christ rose again from the grave to give us not just hope, but the absolute promise of everlasting life in heaven. That Jesus ascended into heaven to intercede for us and to prepare a place for us in his perfect paradise. And that he is coming again in glory to take us to be with him for all eternity. That's the good news of the gospel that was entrusted to Matthias and all the apostles. And because Matthias proclaimed that message to even one person, even if he isn't the most famous of the apostles, even if we don't know for certain where he went or what he did, we celebrate the life and faith of Matthias still today. And just as we celebrate Matthias, we also celebrate you, your life, your faith, your salvation. You may not be an internationally known evangelist. You may not be the most eloquent speaker and professor of your faith. But by the power of the Holy Spirit, you live that faith. And you share it with each, with others, every moment of your life. You proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ to those around you. Through what you do, what you say, how you live your life. God himself speaks through you even though you might feel like nobody ever notices. Just like Matthias, you are that invisible apostle, going about God's work in your everyday life, not seeking the praise of the world around you, living out that faithful witness to God's holy word. By the power of the Holy Spirit, you share your faith each and every moment of your Christian life. One of the most effective proclamations of the gospel that we give is the one that we think nobody even notices. Yes, we would all like to have that moment when we can stand up in front of the hostile crowd and give this eloquent defense of our Christian faith and have the whole mob lay down their torches and turn to us and say, I believe in Jesus, what time is church? But in truth, that's probably never going to happen. We may never even see the effects of God working through us. We sow the seed of God's holy word wherever we go, but we may never see it come to fruition. Some people that we share God's word with, they will never believe, and that is just an unfortunate reality. Others, they may be brought to faith long after we've lost contact with them and we never realize it. Still others might resist that call of God right up to the moment of their death And we won't realize until we meet them in heaven that our witness actually had an impact on their life. We may never see anything happen from our sharing of the word. And yet, we never stop sowing that seed. We live by God's word to give a constant witness of our faith to all those around us. We jump at every opportunity to proclaim Jesus Christ, even if the world says we should knock it off. We don't care what kind of embarrassment or ridicule or even persecution that it brings. We don't do this for any kind of a reward, either here on earth or for any kind of bonus points in heaven. We do it 
Because we as Christians know what's actually at stake. We want all people to be brought to faith in Jesus Christ. We don't want a single person, even our worst enemy here on earth, to suffer in eternal hell. We pray constantly that God would work through us to speak to everyone that we come in contact with and would bring the good news of salvation by grace through faith into the lives of those around us. And even if we are never thanked for it once, even if we aren't remembered or known outside of our immediate family, we still continue to proclaim God's peace because we know that our sins are forgiven and others need that forgiveness as well. Because we want to share that peace and mercy and grace with everyone so that they can have it too. Because we know that it is God himself speaking through us, proclaiming his word through us, sending us out into the world. Today as we celebrate our graduating seniors, our prayer is not just that they would have earthly success. Yes, we want you guys to have that. We want you to succeed, have a fulfilling career, and live a comfortable and productive life. But by the grace of God, we want far more than just that. We pray that each of you, no matter what you wind up doing, would impact the world around you with your Christian faith. It's not easy, and it's not going to get any easier. The world hates the Word of God, and it hates anyone who dares to hold it sacred. But the world desperately needs that word that it hates so much, and you are called to deliver it. You, like every one of us, are called to let your Christian light shine in the darkness. And as the darkness of sin and chaos and depravity grows ever deeper, your light shines that much brighter. It doesn't take a Herculean effort to stand out from this world anymore. Simply living out the Christian faith and values that you have been taught here will make you unique in this wretched world. To our graduates, to all the members of this congregation, to all Christians, walk in the light of Jesus Christ for your sake and for the sake of those around you. Take God's word seriously. Hear it often. Take it to heart and take it to others. Because even if it seems like nobody notices, you are the salt of the world, touching and changing lives with the eternal gifts that you yourself have been given. And so as we remember Matthias and the apostles today, we also remember all those faithful witnesses that nobody remembers. We give thanks for the many lives of faith that touched so many people, including ourselves. We give thanks that God has chosen us to proclaim his message of forgiveness to the world, and that we have so many opportunities to share his love with others. But above all else, we give thanks that someone took the time to proclaim that same message to us, that through them, God's word has worked faith in our sinful hearts and changed our lives. And because it has, because we have been given the glorious truth of the gospel, we can be bold to share that same good news with others, knowing that even if nobody ever writes a book about us, simply by living out our faith, God can use us to change the lives of those around us and to bring them that message of eternal salvation that we ourselves have been given. That by the cross of Jesus Christ alone, 
by his empty tomb alone, you are forgiven of every one of your sins, and eternal life in heaven is yours. Thanks be to God. Amen.